Greetings, and welcome to another episode of Resumes and Interviews. And I'm your podcast host, Nicolette Hemingway, the interviewologist career coach, where I help professionals like you develop the skills to interview with confidence and competence. I will also help you write that resume where you stand out from the other candidates. If you are transitioning careers, seeking a promotion, or changing industries, then I am the career coach to assist you. Today's episode, I want to talk about preventing mid-level burnout. As mid-level professionals, work burnout can be a significant challenge because we juggle increased responsibilities and pressures. So I want to talk about five tips to help overcome or prevent work burnout. Tip number one, set boundaries. Establish clear boundaries between work and personal life. Avoid constantly checking emails or working late into the night. You want to define specific working hours and stick to them. I know it's hard. I know it's hard. And also, you want to communicate these boundaries to colleagues and superiors to manage expectations. Do not get into the habit of taking work home with you. This will not allow you to set work-life boundaries. Take it from me. I did this for several years and it was detrimental to my health. So please do not take work home with you. And also don't take on too many extra projects. These can keep you working late nights. So you can't set those boundaries because you're going to work late nights to keep up with not only your regular workload, but these extra projects you've taken on. Learn the best word there is, no, and it is a complete sentence. Don't feel you have to explain yourself or justify. If you want to have a good work-life balance, you have to set those boundaries. So say no when someone comes to you with getting on this extra project and you're already on two projects besides your regular workload. It will not hurt your feelings or their feelings. Because if you're the person that people are used to going to, oh, let's get Joey to do it. Oh, let's get Sally to do it. Because they know you're that person who will take on extra projects, you have to set those boundaries and say no, because you're going to continue to work late or take work home with you, and that's not setting good boundaries. Tip number two. Prioritize and delegate. Identify your most important tasks and prioritize them. And remember you all, not everything has to be done immediately. I like to say, your emergency is not my urgency. So look at it in terms of when it's due. And also delegate delegate tasks when possible. Trusting your team members to handle responsibilities. This helps distribute the workload and reduces the likelihood of feeling overwhelmed. 
You want to delegate tasks to team members based on their skills and abilities. I wouldn't give my underwater basket weaving 10 feet in the ocean to Johnny, who I know is not a good swimmer and can't hold his breath long. So you want to make sure what you delegate is appropriate to that team member's skills and abilities. And if you're a mid-level professional, delegating to others is a part of being a leader. And you want to make sure you don't micromanage your team. If I've delegated it to Johnny, I'm not going to micromanage him. I'm trusting that he will do the job because I gave him this project based on his skills, his abilities, and his experience. So keep that in mind. Tip number three, take breaks and vacations. Regular breaks throughout the day can help recharge your energy and improve overall productivity. Additionally, make sure to take your allotted vacation time. A lot of companies now have use or lose. If you're in that position, start using that leave. Take little small three, four day long weekends. Take some time off just to relax at home and sit in your robe all day and binge watch, binge watch on Netflix or something. Disconnecting from work during vacations is crucial for mental and emotional well-being, allowing you to return refreshed. One of the things I did when working in the corporate world was to take my lunch breaks in the break room or in my car to recharge my energy and to refocus. I didn't take breaks or didn't take my lunch in the break room that was right there in the office because I had directors that were infamous for coming in and asking you a work-related question and they clearly see you eating your lunch. So I learned to go into other break rooms or if that wasn't an option, I actually ate lunch in my car. That way I could listen to an audible, audible book or some music that was relaxing to get away from that work environment. And also I was diligent in taking my 15 minute breaks where I would go outside, walk around, breathe the air or sit at one of the tables and just read a book for 15 minutes. So you definitely you know, want to look at that and, you know, and vacations are important to leave work at work and spend time with family and friends and to refresh your mind, body, and soul. Take a vacation. If you're just even going to another city in your state to be in a hotel up in the mountains or something, do that just to breathe in and breathe out. Let the work stuff go. I remember one position I had was very stressful and I noticed when I took a vacation for a week or longer, my nails would start to grow. When I went back into that situation, my nails would become brittle and start breaking. So I knew I had to do something in terms of getting out of that department because it was very stressful. So I relished my vacation time. Tip number four. Build a support system. You want to foster a supportive network both inside and outside of work. 
Share your challenges with trusted colleagues, friends, or family members. Having a support system can provide perspective, advice, and emotional support during challenging times. Now, I do want to put this caveat in there. Be careful about sharing at the workplace because some of your colleagues may not be as trusted as you think, and you don't want the higher-ups to think of you as a complainer or for certain colleagues to think you want their positions. You know, they become jealous. You are only, you are your only competition. You're competing against you to become the best you that you want to be. Professionally, personally, you don't compete with other people. So be careful. I would have mentors that weren't even in my department, weren't even in my branch, that I could unload to in terms of colleagues at work. I have a couple of friends that I unload my work challenges and one family member. Again, you want people to support you, but also let you know, hey, Nicolette, that may have not been a good move for you. You may wanna see how you can clean that up because you want people that will give you advice that is full of wisdom and that will help you advance in your career. And also look at going to therapy. I've seen a therapist for years and that is the perfect, I call it dumping ground. My therapist is neutral unbiased. I can rant and rave all I want to about what was going on at work and I can leave it there and come out feeling relieved and also refreshed because I'm not carrying that baggage around with me at work. Tip number five, invest in self-care. I think this is probably the most important one to prevent mid-level burnout. Prioritize self-care activities to maintain physical and mental health. This includes regular exercise, sufficient sleep, and activities that bring you joy and relaxation. Make time for hobbies and activities outside of work to maintain a healthy work-life balance. I love getting facials and massages, so I make this a regular part of my self-care routine. I also exercise four to five days a week for stress relief, along with reading books to relax. You want to do things that bring you joy and keeps your mental and physical health on track. Practice thankfulness and gratitude daily. That's something I also do. As I tell my daughter, you only have one you. Take care of you. Make sure you are living the best version of your life that you want to live. So self-care is extremely important now that we realize that mental illness is really on the rise. People have been stressed, especially due to the pandemic. So you want to take care of yourself to keep your stress levels down, to keep your anxiety levels down, because that can compound to other physical ailments, and we don't want those. 
So just a recap of five tips to help overcome or prevent work burnout. Tip number one, set boundaries. Tip number two, prioritize and delegate. Tip number three, take breaks and vacations. Tip number four, build a support system. And tip number five, invest in self-care. Remember, addressing burnout is a proactive process that requires ongoing attention to your well-being. Regularly assess your workload, adjust your strategies, and don't hesitate to seek professional help if burnout system symptoms persist. Again, you only have one you. Be the best professional that you can be and make sure you take care of yourself mentally and physically and spiritually. Thank you for joining another episode of Resumes and Interviews. And I'm your podcast host, Nicolette Hemingway, the interviewologist career coach, and we'll talk to you on the next episode.